Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved, you are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's talk about it. All right, three, two, one. Here we go. Welcome back. This is the Sisters of Life. And this is Let Love Podcast. And I am Sister Veritas. And this is Sister On You Stay. And we're thrilled to be back. And here we are. We're diving into the next chapter mm-hmm. of the Gospel of Life. And chapter two. Chapter two. Called I Came That They Might Have Life. I love it. Um, and actually, sister, I know we've been courageous. We waded through a lot mm-hmm. in chapter one, just allowing our hearts, our minds, our souls to be confronted, mm-hmm. you know, with some of the realities out there in yep. the sense of what we confront as we seek to bring life and mm-hmm. as we seek to receive God's invitation mm-hmm. to be at the service of life and to realize the gift mm-hmm. that we have um, in our lives, in the life of the person next to us. And I love chapter two. It really is like, a fireworks it's display. Amazing. Um, it, it's like opening a pomegranate. Oh, amen. It's sister. so wonderful. <laughs> well, and there it is. I came that they may have life. In a sense, the promise that we have mm-hmm. in Jesus Christ, the promise that we have in this gift of life, because in a sense, this life is a sharing of the life of God. Mm-hmm. And, and so with it comes so much promise. With it comes so much hope, invincible mm-hmm. hope, yeah. because it's linked to God himself, who is eternal. It's linked to Jesus Christ, who has won the victory. Yep. And I think that's this is an incredible chapter where there's so much for meditation. And I can't wait to dive in. But I don't know, before, sister... Let's talk about life just a little bit. Yeah, just because we're dive into life, we gotta just talk about it. There it is. We gotta be real with it, courageous. Yeah, you know, we don't have to be afraid. We don't have to be afraid of diving into. Oh, life. that's probably it's probably a good thing, sister. Yeah. What are you afraid of? And and what <laughs> what kind of grace does God give you to <clears throat> confront that fear? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I guess I'm afraid of jumping out of a plane and like with a, like skydiving. Really not into it. Yeah, I'm not into it. I'm really not into it. That's um, fair. Yeah, I haven't um, resolved that fear ever. <laughs> so well, I just mm. the thought of it makes me feel funny. Um, anyway, uh, but I live on the third floor, which is high. Courageous. It's very courageous of me to live on the third floor. Yeah, uh, that's one idea. I can probably think of more, but. Um, Mm, do you have anything that you're afraid of you know i i do i would say there is something that makes me very uncomfortable (laughs) yeah you know those like and maybe they're not new but um they always feel new to me i haven't gotten used to them it's those moving sidewalks in airports oh i love those you do yeah (laughs) Not into it. Really? I think my first time riding on one, the back of my tunic got a little bit stuck in like that moving sidewalk. Oh, and yeah. That's scary. Like when you wear really long robes, <laughs> <laughs> you're like, wow, this could actually be a serious problem. Right. Um, if if my fa- this fabric gets caught. Right. And I think, yeah, I was I lucked out in the sense my fabric did get caught and it was just a giant grease mark that actually I would say for all those looking for finding ways to get grease out of your clothing, especially if it's white, yes. before you put anything on it, rub it with butter. 
Wow, delicious. Yeah. There's something in the world of chemistry that makes this whole thing work. I think like fat binds to fat or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I rubbed it with butter. Wow. And then I threw a bunch of Dawn on it. It came out like a dream. That's amazing. Yeah, you wouldn't even believe it. <laughs> but what I would say is that, yeah, um, it is. It's like I have to kind of muster up courage every mm-hmm. time I step onto those moving sidewalks. And I make a point of doing that in a sense. Yeah, I don't want to get beat by the sidewalk. I'm going to get on that thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to let it bring me to the next place. Yeah, But I, I would have to say, like, I really do wish someone would offer me a helping hand or, you know, you just feel like there's got to be some sort of bumpers or <laughs> guardrails on those things. Right. Seatbelts. Just yeah. to make sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Because you can actually get going pretty fast. Yeah, if you walk and do the sidewalk at the same yes. time, it's going to be scary. You're moving. And then when you step off the sidewalk, you've got to be ready <laughs> to adjust your pace. Yeah, yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Needless to say, courage want- is needed on this side of the veil as we live this adventure of life. It's true. Well, can I just add one more? I thought yeah. of something I'm, I'm more afraid of. Absolutely, sister. I've always had this fear of being sprayed by a skunk. I think that's pretty pretty legit <laughs> at all times pretty like, common i just i'm afraid i'm also afraid of like the idea of being sprayed by a skunk as a sister and oh, having yeah. to do like the tomato juice thing and like oh. that would that would do a number on the habit like yeah. that would not be good oh man and i yeah in terms of dealing with it yes yeah, like we have skunks here we do to mention i know we've mentioned the squirrels in past episodes but now we have a skunk family yeah Digging um, up our front yard. Right. And eat, dens. eating the children's garbage. And it's they're terrible. so cute, but oh they're my just, gosh. but I have had close encounters and it brings me to that fear. Yeah. Yeah. But and, you're overcoming it. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a slow process. Mm-hmm. If I ever get sprayed, I'm sorry. No. But I just got to take out the trash, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. So it's kind of like, as you're saying, like you got to get on the sidewalk, you got to dive in, you got to take out the trash. Like it's, yep. you got to live life. You can't be afraid to live life. No yeah no and i think actually this is what this chapter is all about is living life in the promise that we have in jesus christ which is greater is mm-hmm. stronger mm-hmm. is the mostest uh <laughs> if i know it's not a word but really this is an incredible chapter of hope and i don't know sister let's pray and okay start finding our way through sounds great okay here we go in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen Father, we thank you and we praise you for the gift of life. We pray uh, to welcome the full life of the Holy Spirit that you wish to flood our hearts with, that we might live in the fullness of life that you have given us in your Son, Jesus Christ. We ask, Jesus, that we let your gift of peace guard our hearts, that we let nothing disturb us, that we let nothing distract us from your love. We entrust ourselves to you, Blessed Mother, Mother of Life, and we simply ask you to be a mother to us now as we say, Hail Mary, full Full of of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Our Lady of Grace, pray for us. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Sister, I'm wondering, like, I feel like we're going to take three episodes to unpack Mm -hmm. this chapter, chapter Mm -hmm. two. And what I would propose is, can we just take, I don't know, numbers 29 through 39. Awesome. And just 
kind of hit the highlights Definitely. in each number. Yeah. Just as a way to initially approach this. I love And you almost have to do it that way yeah, because it's sister. so rich. Like, I mean, I wasn't joking. It's kind of like a pomegranate. It's so juicy and <laughs> yeah. awesome. And it's like, you just have to, you can't believe it. It's really, it's really beautiful. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, maybe to kick us off yeah in number 29 uh it it does it begins saying that the life was made manifest and we saw it Mm -hmm. that's first john one two and it just there it is with our gaze fixed on christ the word of life and that is everything sister that the christian message concerning life has everything to do with jesus christ Mm -hmm. Uh, that the truth of the gospel of life is found ultimately in that revelation of jesus christ And in this, we know it can be known. Mm -hmm. This can be known. Jesus Christ has made himself um, one of us. Um, He he came that we might have life. Mm -hmm. And in a sense, this is the answer to everything. This is the answer to every darkness, to every pain, to every sorrow, to every irreverence that we've suffered Mm -hmm. or another has Mm -hmm. suffered Mm -hmm. is... Jesus. And this is why we can be filled with joy, hope, courage, readiness to serve, mm-hmm. a willingness to give our lives for the sake of life, mm-hmm. because we know at the end and in and through it all, yeah. we're going to find our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has won the victory and he is life himself. So Definitely. it's just an awesome way to kick this thing off. It really is. And I, sister, what you said about, um, that it can be known like this life Mm -hmm. can be known that uh, beauty and goodness and truth and like love and and life is possible, but we can know it. And I think that's important because I think there's sometimes a a fear we have in our hearts that it's not really possible to know it or it's, it kind of escapes our grasp or it's not um, real, you know, but exactly what John Paul II is saying is um, what you just said, you know, that, yeah, I mean, as he true. says, the gospel of life is not just a reflection on, on, you know, human life. The gospel of life is something concrete and personal. Sister, For I love it. It consists in the proclamation of the very person of Jesus, Amen. right? This is something that's beyond like political, um, the political realm or the social realm. Mm-hmm. This is, this is Jesus. Amen, this is sister. a person living and breathing who loves you. Well, and there it is, sister. That's the mic drop of number 29 is basically... It's a call to faith in Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. um, that the people of God, every believer, is called to profess with humility and courage mm-hmm. its faith in Jesus Christ. And when we do, mm-hmm. um, we are freed. Mm-hmm. Um, we are raised up. Uh, in a sense, it says in this in this beautiful document, this is the gospel which is written in the heart of every man and woman, has echoed in every conscience from the beginning, Christ through his words and deeds, his signs and wonders, but especially through his death and glorious resurrection from the dead and final sending of the spirit of truth to reveal that God is with us to free us from the darkness of sin and death and to raise us up to life eternal. Wow. Um, I mean, this is the good news, and yet I love it. This is the challenge. Faith in Jesus Christ Mm -hmm. actually is this huge, important first step as we seek to be a people of life, as we seek to serve a culture of life, as mm-hmm. we seek to build mm-hmm. something that is of this great life 
of God um, and for the dignity of the human person is faith in Jesus. And so reassuring, actually, it's not on us. Yeah, It's built on something way more mm-hmm. than us. Mm-hmm. No good idea, no program, no you know apparatus that we can create mm-hmm. or think up is mm-hmm. going to do it. Only Jesus Christ. Yeah. And this is where it begins and it ends. Yeah. Number 29 yeah. sets us off yeah. running. Jesus is the boss, as one of our chaplains likes to say. <laughs> Love it. Which is true. But you're right. And it, it leads really beautifully into number 30, yeah. right? Which we look at, you're talking about Jesus, you know, who is the word of life. Um, and uh, it talks about in number 30, like God's eternal life is thus proclaimed and given in Jesus. And and he's the one from whom our whole being is, you know happens is derived like we we Mm -hmm. proceed you know um from his creative love um his and and he speaks a word over our lives um and it actually makes me think and i I just learned this recently but i'm really um into it right now Mm -hmm. actually memorizing the prologue of john of the gospel of john yes sister because a sister was sharing with me that it's it's like has almost like a cleansing effect Mm -hmm. on on the heart and the soul but like Mm -hmm. people i mean Priests use it in exorcisms, for example. Wow. Um, the prologue of John or in the extraordinary form of the mass. It's always read at the end of the mass. But why? It's because it's it's actually speaking of what you already alluded to is Jesus, the word of life who gives us life. You know, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was, you know, in the beginning with God, all things were made through him. And without him, there's nothing made that was made. And him was life. And that life was the light of men, right? Uh, the light shines in the darkness. The darkness cannot overcome it. It's powerful. And so that, to me, when I read number 30, that's what I thought of immediately. It's powerful, sister. And even, again, just to bat it back, in this beautiful paragraph, um, in a sense, the life has become our life. Mm -hmm. And this is very real. And this is a a beautiful place to pray, as you were saying, sister. And yeah, memorize Mm -hmm. that prologue. Mm -hmm. Because it's this incredible gift to realize that every human experience And our reason, it says in this document, tells us about the value of human life towards accepting it, purifying it, exalting it, and bringing it to fulfillment. That as you do tap into that Mm -hmm. scripture, as you do tap into this promise and this reality, that we we welcome the life that is going to bring to fulfillment everything, Mm -hmm. everything within us, within the person next to us, Mm -hmm. um, as we just give permission, as we look to Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and that living word. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, all of these numbers actually hold hours of meditation right. <laughs> that are life-giving. We're literally just skating over the surface here. There and, it is. And yeah. Well, and here, and here it is. It's a beautiful segue into number 31. Mm-hmm. And the text pulls on Exodus 15 too. It says, the Lord is my strength and my song, mm-hmm. and he has become my salvation. And it kind of segues into this beautiful assertion that life is always a good Mm. and as we live in god's word as we live in the name of jesus Mm -hmm. as we live in his life this is what we realize life is always a good Mm -hmm. that god can become my strength and my song um he can become my salvation in all things Mm -hmm. uh and it is it's it's contingent on on will i believe in him Mm -hmm. will i make that act of faith Mm -hmm. in him Mm -hmm. and this is where 31 brings us is this fullness of the gospel message um, about life that we find in Jesus Christ that the Old Testament prepared us for, um, this reality that with each person 
really lives uh, an echo of Israel's journey. You're right. Right? This exodus, um, this reality that God is about saving us. Mm-hmm. Um, and just as Israel's life is the object of God's gentle and intense love, so too my life is. Yeah. And awakening to this reality through mm-hmm. a life of prayer, through mm-hmm. a life of faith, mm-hmm. uh, through a life of sacrament. Mm-hmm. Um because we are all living this. It's so true, sister. And I love, I think it's, you've made, you brought really important points up, but I just want to focus on what, like life is always a good, first mm-hmm. of all, because it's also like your life is always a good. Mm-hmm. And I think we can sometimes get stuck in this, you know, these thoughts of self-contempt or um, discouragement or whatever, whatever music we're listening to or, or, you know, Netflix or watching that maybe is telling us otherwise that our life isn't good. And it can lead, I mean, sometimes it can lead to anxiety, depression, but God is always saying, and, and John Paul is reiterating the word of the Lord, your life mm-hmm. particularly is always a good, you know? And I think, and I love why you're bringing up Israel, because if you read the old Testament, which I used to think, I don't know about you, I think it was like boring. (laughs) (laughs) This is so boring as a kid. And then realizing like, oh my gosh, this is one big love story. This is God wedding himself to his people. And um, it's amazing. And actually there's some great books by Dr. Brant Petrie actually discussing how looking at the Old Testament and how the whole thing is this love story between God and his people Mm -hmm. and how Jesus is like the fulfillment of that and how Mm -hmm. the Lord comes, you know, and actually all through the gospels presents himself as a bridegroom um, and the church as his bride, you know, it's, it's amazing. So I just encourage you to, it's kind of a little aside, but to look into that. Well, Mm -hmm. and even from the text, it speaks to this reality sister and that scripture is a great strength for us, especially Mm -hmm. when we need Mm -hmm. perspective. Yeah. If, if life is hard or we're like, Oh, are you serious? Like how can anything good come out of this? And my life doesn't feel very good. Mm -hmm. Um, In a sense, looking, and I love this section of the text in number 31, it says, freedom from slavery, and he's speaking of this exodus of of Israel, freedom from slavery meant the gift of an identity. Mm -hmm. Isn't this powerful? This is where we have to tap in. The recognition of an indestructible dignity and the beginning of a new history. Wow. Right? Like, this is what we are born into Mm -hmm. as we look to God, Mm -hmm. as we allow him to to save us basically it says the exodus was a foundational experience and a model for the future through it israel comes to learn that whenever its existence is threatened Mm. it need only turn to god with renewed trust in order to find in him effective help wow and so whatever desert we're standing in Mm -hmm. or we know someone else is standing in Mm -hmm. um this truth gives us the opportunity to know that it's just a moment to look to the Lord with renewed trust. Yeah. And like actually that this is the invitation of the Lord to us in our sufferings, in mm-hmm. whatever we're confronted with in our lives, mm-hmm. is to respond in faith. Yeah. And it even segues a bit to Job, right? Like mm-hmm. it's almost like God did us a favor of like, you know what, <laughs> let me just show you a guy who's like suffered everything. <laughs> and right. <laughs> life was pretty rough. Like it's yeah. hard to pull one over on Job. Yeah, yeah, when he's covered in those sores, oh my he has gosh, to scrape himself with something. I mean, that's kind of like wow, you're like respect. Yeah, 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 <laughs> you got all my respect, all of it. All my yeah. respect. Yeah. 
and here it was, he really was a, a prefigurement of Christ in the sense yeah. that here's an innocent man overwhelmed by suffering. Mm-hmm. But even he himself, he suffers in faith. Mm-hmm. He suffers with a deep purity of faith. Mm-hmm. And even says in Job 42 too, it says, I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. And so in this, it's like, yes, um, we know that God will make everything beautiful in its time. And it does mortify, you know, mm-hmm. our control. Like mm-hmm. maybe this is not what we wanted. This is not what you had in plans. Like this ruins everything according <laughs> to our own standards. Right. Um, but if we dare, if we dare, as we see in Job's life, as we see Israel struggle mm-hmm. to hold on to faith and continue to trust that crazy way that mm-hmm. God led them through the desert, mm-hmm. so too in our lives. And this yeah. is what we have to dare our Christian brothers and sisters into. Mm-hmm. This is why community is so important. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is also what we have to dare others who are confronted with difficult decisions or sufferings, mm-hmm. which again, um, are are so profound actually the human person we can suffer so deeply and in so many ways and in a sense we have invincible hope Mm -hmm. in jesus christ and and that is it's a huge dare yeah it's a huge invitation uh, to faith in what god can do yeah and what god will do yeah if we give him a chance and how he's with us right like he's he's entered into our suffering he he died, he rose, I mean, he entered into Sheol, right? The place of the dead on the Holy Saturday. Like he's, he goes into our own personal hells um, to, mm. to lift us out. And and that's just true. Amen. And that's just true. So that's that's exactly why, sister, we have that invincible hope because um, he's there Amen, and he's sister. with us. Yeah. Well, and that's what we see. And this is what the, the text says. In, this, in the uncertainties of human life, Jesus brings life's meaning to fulfillment. Mm -hmm. That actually it's precisely there in the name of Jesus that Mm -hmm. we are made strong Mm -hmm. in and through everything. It's awesome. And that actually transitions us great into number 32. Yeah, what do we have there? Um, What's, it's, I love it. It's one of my (laughs) favorite numbers. I have a lot of favorite numbers. Really? But it's it's really beautiful because it's talking a lot about how basically, um, Jesus, uh, you know, it says it is above all the poor to whom Jesus speaks in his preaching and actions, right? And it paints this picture of the sick and the outcasts following him and who find, it says, who find in his words and actions a revelation of the great value of their lives and how their hope of salvation is well-founded, right? And so he's, he's speaking, I mean, it says to any, to those in any way whose lives are in some way diminished um, wow. and hearing the good news of God's concern for them. God's concern for you, right? And knowing, I love this line, knowing for certain that their lives too are a gift carefully guarded in the hands of the Father. Isn't that stunning? Ugh. Isn't that stunning? You have to hear that a thousand times a day. Yeah, to be, that you are a gift carefully guarded in the hands of the Father. And like, sister. it makes me think of like giving, um, you know, when I've given gifts to my, to my mom or my dad, you know, or a teacher or, or a sister, like I'm just thinking of feast day gifts. We do have feast days mm-hmm. here and, and giving gifts to someone and seeing the reverence and the joy and the gratitude with which they receive the gift and like treasure it. Like wow, it's so moving to me and, wow. and to know that that's how the Lord looks at us. And yeah. And also just the poverty. Like I think we can all experience our own poverty. Oh yeah. Right. We're all, we're all the poor. And in fact, I mean, we all, I, I don't know if I've talked about this, but we take religious titles and my religious title is of the poor. It's a powerful title, sister. Right. Because it, but it's like Jesus made himself of, of me, of every human person. And we are all poor in the sense of we need him. Amen. Right. And he, um, yeah, he is of us. He Amen. is, um, and so I just, I love 
it's only a small part of this number actually, but I love that. Well, and yeah. I mean, just to lean into what you're saying, sister, which is so beautiful, like it's what Christ revealed to us in and through his life. So, I mean, if we actually look through the gospel, that's what he spent his time doing, proclaiming to those who felt threatened or hindered or diminished. No, your lives are a good. Mm-hmm. Your lives are a tremendous mm-hmm. good. Um, even in Luke seven twenty two, right? The blind receive their sight. The lame walk. Lepers are cleansed. The deaf hear. The dead are raised up. The poor have good news preached to them. Mm-hmm. That actually, he says, blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the mm-hmm. kingdom of God. It wasn't like it will be. It's like, no, 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 no. I want to give myself to you yeah. right there yeah. in the midst of your poverty mm-hmm. where you feel it the deepest mm-hmm. and the most. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give you my very mm-hmm. self. And mm-hmm. that actually your poverty is a gift in that yeah. it's going to make space for me yeah. to come. It's awesome. And this is where, yeah, the dare of faith, sister, mm-hmm. is really, I think, the precursor to receiving the gospel of life mm-hmm. is daring to believe in he who is the one. Yeah. He who is everything that the human heart longs for. Um, Man. Number 32. I love that, sister. It's it's Whoa. so it's true and and as you know as a we heard recently a priest or heard of a homily a priest gave, you know we we're so often used to putting our our best foot forward, mm-hmm. but actually it's like, as a Christian it's like put your poorest foot forward and let the <laughs> Lord like work through your weakness do you know it's beautiful you know His power is made perfect in weakness and and to let Him in there. Well, here we go, sister. That's a beautiful segue to number thirty three mm-hmm. because actually if His words and His deeds weren't enough in what we read in the gospels, he completes his witness in his, his own life of poverty and death on the cross in a sense <clears throat> as a way to confirm the splendor and value of all life. That I mean, just think about Jesus's life. Mm-hmm. It was marked by uncertainty. I mean, who yeah. likes uncertainty? Nobody likes uncertainty. Well, not really, no. I think generally speaking, the human spirit has an allergy <laughs> to uncertainty, right? right? We want the eternal certainty. Right. We have it in Jesus Christ. But like, look where Jesus went mm-hmm. so that we could, um, so this place could be baptized too. That's really his, true. His life was marked by uncertainty from the moment of his birth, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he faced rejection um, on the part of the world. I mean, from, in a sense, after he was born, Herod sought to destroy him. Yeah. Um, there was no room at the inn, right? The world was indifferent about making room for this mystery of mm-hmm. life from the very beginning. And yet, um, we see his glory break open uh, in poverty, in humility, in simplicity in the house of Nazareth, in that manger at Bethlehem. Mm-hmm. Like, why is Christmas, why is that mystery so approachable? Why does it just, it's so, in a sense, easy to step in and mm-hmm. celebrate mm-hmm. and share in this idea that like whoa god yeah. made himself small yeah he made him accessible accessible yeah um that he did jesus took on the risks the impoverishments of this life mm-hmm. he was stripped of his own divine mm-hmm. privileges mm-hmm. shared in the most vulnerable mm-hmm. conditions of mm-hmm. human life and he sanctified it yeah um he's there mm-hmm. in our uncertainties he's there in mm-hmm. our vulnerabilities, mm-hmm. um, unto the cross, yeah. which he humbled himself yeah. before and was obedient unto death. So we can trust like Jesus trusted. Mm-hmm. We're in the hands of the Father. And you know what? Truly great must be our lives and the value of our lives 
if the son of God has dared to live in this way, yeah, um, to save us. Yeah. And it's also like, we don't have to be afraid actually. Like he shows us, we don't have to be afraid of our own weakness or poverty or humiliations even like he's, he's been there. He's mm-hmm. there. Um, and actually that's where, that's where divine love, um, loves to live <laughs> right in that poverty. And so, yeah, it's like his coming into our experience, our human experience, you know, actually enables us to live his divine life, um, which is which is really powerful. Um, and actually, I think leads really well into... Yeah, number 34. 34, which it's I exactly didn't even... exactly what it says. I didn't even plan that, but isn't that amazing? <laughs> <laughs> Look how amazing... It's, it's the gospel. It's written in your heart, sister. I know, it's amazing. But number 34, it called to be conformed to the image of his son, right? So yeah, talking about like life is always a good. And then, but it, I love this. Why? He, Paul II, John Paul II mm-hmm. says, why is life always a good? You know, and it's, it's an amazing answer. First, like, first of all, the man is different than all other living creatures. I am different than mm-hmm. the pine tree and the cockroach mm-hmm. and the tulip, you know, I am. And why? And it's, I love this line. It's actually one of our sisters wrote a song really? using these lines, Sister John Joseph. I just want to give a shout out. And there's it, the, her when she sings, it always makes me cry or in my heart. Um, but basically, um, the life which God gives man is quite different from the life of all other living creatures, inasmuch as man, formed, although formed from the dust of the earth, is a manifestation of God in the world, a sign of his presence, a trace of his glory. So beautiful, Look, sister. You want a t shirt? That's what you want on your t shirt. It's awesome. That is so beautiful, sister. Mm hmm. It's an incredible thing in the reality mm-hmm. that we are, we're called to be conformed to the image of mm-hmm. the Son mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. And in this, glory shines forth yeah. from our lives yeah. as we allow that, as we give that permission, that our lives are good. I, I mean, I'm just echoing what you're saying, sister, but that God wants to shine forth yeah. from our lives and that the reality that we are the crown Mm -hmm. of creation the culmination Mm -hmm. in in the sense everything in creation is ordered to us is made subject to us if you look at genesis in a sense god has given us primacy over all this and the life which god offers to us is a gift by which it says in in this document Mm -hmm. god shares something of himself with his creature Mm -hmm. This is incredible. Yeah. And, and in a sense, we know this. Like in deep in the heart of each of us, we know we're called to do something great with our love. Mm-hmm. We know that we're called to do something incredible. Mm-hmm. Actually, we're, we're made for greatness. Yeah. And in a sense, living true to what has been imprinted mm-hmm. in our hearts because of who is sharing his life with us. It's amazing. Right now. It's amazing. It's the Lord. It's amazing. And it's like, yes, you, know, you think of the human person, like we're the only creature who can who can reason, abstract thought, right? Who can choose, make conscious decisions, who can mm-hmm. consciously pray and worship to his creator. We're the only creatures really who, who participate in the divine life of God. Like, yeah. as I mean, we can receive the body and blood of Jesus yes, at mass. Same. Like it's incredible. It's incredible. Well, and that's what number 35 is all about, okay? That we're called to let this glory shine. And I think the call and the reality that we have an indelible imprint of God within us and that we're naturally drawn to God. Mm -hmm. Like Augustine said it, you've made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until they rest in you. In a sense, I think this reality can explain, yes, I know I'm called to greatness, 
it can also bring light. Sometimes we can feel really dissatisfied Mm -hmm. in a sense when we don't feel like we're finding a meaningful place to give of ourselves, where we're not finding a life-giving way to share and give our love. Mm -hmm. Um, Those are tremendous sufferings. Mm -hmm. Why? Because in a sense, we know we're made to give. Mm -hmm. We know we're made to love. We know we're made to share our lives with others in the same way that God has shared his life with us. Mm -hmm. And it is, how do we unlock the glory ultimately to let God rest in us? Mm -hmm. I mean, and that sounds crazy but okay there's an awesome quote that i just kind of want to read from this and it's from saint ambrose and it says the sixth day is finished and the creation of the world ends with the formation of that masterpiece which is man who exercises dominion over all living creatures and as it were the crown of the universe and the supreme beauty of every created being truly we should maintain a reverential silence since the Lord rested from every work he had undertaken in the world. He rested then in the depths of man. He rested in man's mind and in his thought. After all, he had created man endowed with reason, capable of imitating him, of emulating his virtue, of hungering for heavenly graces. In these his gifts, God reposes. That's you, sister. That's me. It's amazing. It's actually and this is what we find in prayer, letting God rest in us yeah, so that he can unlock the mystery, mm-hmm. the glory, the beauty that mm-hmm. he has inscribed mm-hmm. in each of us. And it seems counterintuitive, but it's the greatest thing we can do. It's the greatest activity we can engage is receiving mm-hmm. God, it's his a, love resting in us. It's awesome. And it changes our whole, like when we, when we do that and we realize that it changes our whole vision because we look at the other human person with this, this experience of awe and wonder he's in you. And it actually, I mean, as John Paul II says, before we move to 36, but in 35, he says, basically that presence of, you know, the spirit of the God, the creator can satisfy the need for interpersonal dialogue. So Mm -hmm. vital for human existence, right? We need, we're made to have God rest in us, Mm -hmm. but also it, it's actually what enables communion and communication and relationship um, between persons in a way that I can't, you know, with the tree, you know, it's really, really powerful. And it actually um, enables us to see life. Yeah. In him and through him. That's beautiful sister. Well, and brings us to number 36, which I think is sobering and yet also We need to be confronted with the reality that this is going to be a struggle. Like Mm -hmm. these truths are beautiful and we're made for them. Mm -hmm. But uh, the reality that, you know, we struggle with sin, that Mm -hmm. that is also a reality of the human experience. Um, And that, yes, as the document says, uh, it will tempt us against Mm -hmm. the glory within ourselves and our neighbors. It may put you know, attitudes of distrust or indifference within our relationships. Mm -hmm. You know, we're made for communion and yet that's going to be a tension and something to confront and battle Mm -hmm. Um, in a sense that we're going to get distracted and sometimes we're not going to acknowledge God where Mm -hmm. we're called to. And yes, ultimately, this is going to compromise our our freedom, Mm -hmm. our relationships. Um, And yet it's not the end of the story. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what we have to remember that Mm -hmm. the first man... Adam became a living being and the last Adam became a life-giving spirit. Mm -hmm. And that Mm -hmm. is Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And that's where we have invincible hope. And that's why we have to go to him with humility, Mm -hmm. trust, and Mm -hmm. fidelity. Yeah. And he can make all things new. You know, even when we get stuck, maybe Mm -hmm. in like, it kind of like, even maybe subconsciously, like worshiping something else that's not God, Mm -hmm. you know, or getting obsessed with things that aren't him. It's like, 
all we have to do is just turn our face back to him, you know, let him love us, let love in. And he can restore us and, and bring us uh, to the true image that he's created us to be. And that, I mean, that, I think that's a great transition for um, number 37, right? Amen. Like, what's this image? What What has he created us for? The gift of eternal life, mm-hmm. right? And I love this. It's like the first sentence, the life which the Son of God came to give human beings cannot be reduced to mere existence in time, right? Um, it's actually, it consists in being begotten of God and in sharing the fullness of his love for eternity. That's what we're made for. Um, and I think sometimes we can like lose perspective of this, you know, like that I'm, I'm made for more than the donut mm-hmm. and the coffee in front of me, you know, like I'm made for heaven. Um, but when we remember this and that's what he's constantly drawing us to, mm-hmm. it changes everything. It changes everything. Um, and it actually, it kind of restores the experience of John Paul II would talk about the, our, our existence as, as drama, right? This drama mm-hmm. of being a protagonist and, and which way will we choose, you know, um, uh, for eternity. And it's, it's really, um, it's really beautiful, but, but to know like the Lord wants us yeah, forever with him in his heart and to share in his life. Amen. No, it's really stunningly beautiful. And it does, I think it naturally throws me to my knees in gratitude. Mm -hmm. And I think that is, it's a a huge part of the Christian life. It's a huge part of the gospel of life that the end game of Mm -hmm. the Christian life. And there's a beautiful quote. Again, there's just so many beautiful nuggets in here, but it says, eternal life can even now spring forth and begin to grow. Although man instinctively loves life because it is good, This love will find further inspiration and strength, new breadth and depth in the divine dimensions of this good. In a sense, life can become the place where God manifests himself, where we meet him and enter into communion with him. Mm -hmm. And I love thinking about life in that way. Like the person next to me, my own life Mm -hmm. is that place where God can be, Mm -hmm. can live on this side of the veil. Mm-hmm. And this is how we build a culture of life is saying yes to that. Uh, whether I'm in joy or trial, mm-hmm. sickness or in health, mm-hmm. um, the potential of mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. that there is a potential to live for and to lean into. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, that's all from number 38. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, uh, it kind of puts you on your knees in awe. It really does. And, and realizing actually like everything God is loving me. It's not, as you often say, which I, one of my favorite quotes of yours is mm-hmm. not how, how, if God is loving me, it's how, yes, it's right? True. And everything in our, in life, like every, the pine needles of that tree behind you, you know, like everything is, is God saying, I love you. I love you. I love you. Amen. Um, basically we're constantly invited to this encounter with him. That's meant to begin now and, and last forever. Amen. Well, and even sister, I know it's like, I feel like we've just begun, but mm-hmm. it brings us to a beautiful point um, of, of number 39. And I would say before we go, it's like th- the mic drop challenge uh, <laughs> in number 39 in that God kind of throws us a little elbow and he says, listen, I'm going to hold you accountable to this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I'm giving you this truth mm-hmm. and I'm calling you to a deep reverence and love for every human life, for yours, for the person next to you. And yes, like there's going to be an accounting. Mm -hmm. And I think it's sobering to hear that, but Mm -hmm. it's also like, amen. I I have to step up to the plate, um, be real with this truth, Mm -hmm. um, know that I'm going to be helped in living it, Mm -hmm. and that this is where God wants to lead us. Mm -hmm. 
and I think also it's like God places himself in our hands, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's almost the scandal of the incarnation. He places himself in our hands. Mm-hmm. And not just, I'm not talking just about the Holy Eucharist. I'm talking about in every human person, every person you encounter, the in that person, God is giving himself to you, placing himself in your hands. And I think it's it brings, you know, to the the parable of like the sheep and the goats, you know, what you did to the least of these, you did to me. Um, and it's like, he's desperately crying out, please love me. Let let me love let me love you. Please love me and and receive wow. me. And you know will 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 we receive him? And it's it's a dare. It's a challenge. But it's it's gorgeous. It's, it's beautiful. beautiful. We're made for it. It's amazing. Uh, he does not delight in the death of the living, but he created all things that they might exist, that they might have life, that uh, abundant life. You know. Amen. And sister. that's that's a promise we can rest in. There it is. Yeah. There it is. And that is number thirty nine. Man's life comes from God. Mm-hmm. It is his gift, his image, and imprint a sharing in his breath of life. Mm-hmm. God, therefore, is the sole Lord of this life. Man cannot do with it as he wills. Human life and death are thus in the hands of God. That's awesome. And, and actually, this sets us free. It does. I mean, the pressure just rolls off. We don't have to do it. Yeah. And I think with this call comes grace. Yeah. And that's, I don't know, before we go, that's all I would say is give God permission. Mm, that's awesome. What about you, sister? Uh, before we go, I would just say, pray with the prologue of John. That's awesome. The beginning was the word. Just let it, even even just read it out mm-hmm. loud. Out loud, I'd say read it out loud mm-hmm. one or two times at least and just let it wash over you. Um, yeah, it's powerful. Yeah. Awesome. Wow. Awesome. Well, listen, this is part one. We've got two more mm-hmm. episodes where we're going to unpack this incredible chapter, chapter number two. Yep. And as you, you can feel it, it's like there's just so much hope I know. that we have in Jesus. It's amazing. And look out, again, we'll be posting those reflection questions uh, so you can read along with us and, and reflect with us. Great. Wow, sister, you want to close us with a prayer? Yeah. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Jesus, thank you so much for your love, for your life for loving us into life, for creating us in your image and likeness. Lord, we ask you for the grace and the gift to receive our lives as good, uh, to know your deep love for us personally, uniquely, and help us to be able to see every person we encounter um, as your as your child uh, created in your image. Lord, we ask um, for every grace and blessing for ourselves, for our families, for all those who we promise to pray, for our loved ones. And we give you glory, Jesus, as we pray. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, the Son and to, to the Holy Spirit, Spirit as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, now, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, it's great to be with you. God bless you all, and we'll see you next week. This was Let Love Podcast with the Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at sistersoflife.org.